Formal introduction <laughs> to for that our three guests that we we performed that song. Yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Big Takes Thick and Bones, episode number twenty-three. We're back at you in the booth. We spoke sports last podcast, right, Dick? Yeah, we got back to our, our normal programming for a little bit, but um, I think what the fans really want, yeah, is just the more worldly views that we're giving. That's them. right. So a big requested topic. You know, our fans write in on topics they want to hear. On the top of the list was not just fashion as the in, as the industry, as the you know the business cycle of, of fashion, but we're going to talk about what guys can do to look better, to have better fashion in front of girls, right? Yeah, I mean every guy wants to be more attractive. That's and, right. And and, and find love. <laughs> find love. And we're going to finish off with st- taking a step back. What is beauty? How do we have a scientific view of what so beauty is, how we cream? Like and we're like going to finish it, that off with what else but a big taste of the bones activity. activity. That's right. Yes. Okay, so without further ado, I'd like to introduce our three guests representing Tibby, three. New York this, City. This is a full house right here. It's a record. Studio. We have Ginger. Hi. Shanta. Hello. And Lauren. Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it before. She Thanks for joining, guys. Thank you for having us. Yes. Okay, so today... And Enrique, don't forget. And Enrique's in our booth. Yeah. also, you probably won't hear him. Not because he's so far away from the, from the mics, but because he just doesn't say anything. So. Doesn't say anything. Okay, we do have five people, so with our high-tech technology, yes. uh, we might have to lean in. We have to buy we extra make, microphones. Yeah. <laughs> we actually, uh, we, we experimented with one last week. I, you know, we told you to write in. We got one or two people saying they liked the new microphone, but... Overwhelming majority did not like the new sound. We're back to the old system, all yes. reliable. And okay, we're here with our three guests from Tibby, New York. Um, Tibby, just Tibby. Just Tibby. Okay. There, there's no, it's not so, so Ginger here is new. Ginger here is new to the podcast. So, on Lauren, just explain to Ginger what we do at the beginning of each podcast. What do we do? <laughs> Silence. She was, she was just Silence. nodding her head. Okay, Dick, tell him what do we do? Of course, Lauren listens to every episode, so yeah, she, right. she knows. What do we do, Dick? This is candy time. Candy time. Is that to buy? Sour watermelon, the finest gummy candy in all the land. Okay, as a reoccurring segment, we are bringing out a challenger to Sour Patch Watermelon. We do one bite. Everyone knows the rules, rankings. I can't even get this open. Wow. Okay, we gotta use the teeth. Let's, what do we, we, we got here? What are we looking at? What are we looking at? Fruit gushers, super sour berry, oh, fruit shit. flavored snacks, mixed berry naturally flavored. <laughs> Very nice reading. <laughs> okay, basically we got sad. gushers, but sour berry gushers. Wow, Not sure what that sick. means. Everyone's gonna grab a, uh, a berry. By the way, gushers. What was the what was the other candy that made that almost cracked or did crack two. top ten? Oh my god. Which one? Well, you, you could have two. It's all right. Okay. It's fine. Can I have three? For our get- well, Lauren, let's Lord. not okay. push too one, one bite. Everyone knows the rules. We're going in with sour. What do we got? Sour fruit gushers. So one this bite. Is, this is similar those. to you. Remember the um, what were the other gushers? The sour ones that were coated mm-hmm. with sour. Hmm? Remember the other gushers that were really good. Top of the list. I'm not sure. Which ones? Oh, I gotta find that. Our viewers probably know, but okay, guys. Wow. One bite. Everyone knows the real rapid fire. One to ten ranking. What do you got, Lauren? Not eight, seven. seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, seven slash eight. 
Chanta? I'm good with a six, yeah. These are round numbers, rookie great. scores. Rookie scores so far. Not great. Ginger, what do you got? I'm going, yeah, I'm going to go five, six. Oh, my God. Ooh, that's a professional Just, score. Any five, analysis on that? Yeah, analysis? Say, oh. oh, we have to wait, yeah. yeah. I say eight, two, because okay. it's very... It's very nostalgic, so I give it yeah, a eight. Very high. I agree. Ginger, what do you got in the analysis? I was about to say, it's it's six, like seven, nostalgia right? is there. Well, I did five to six, but oh, it reminds me my mom wouldn't pack me like watermelon fruit gushers. <laughs> right. and this was like the BS excuse. <laughs> and so, I ate it and I was like, mm -hmm. no. I'm not a big fan. Um, what do you got? Dick, what do you got? They're a little bland. All right, we're going to send them over. Six, Dick, what do you got? One. Okay. Whoa. I never really liked gushers because they stick to your teeth. Yeah, I'm like sure using my fingers. Yep, <laughs> you have you have to use your fingers. You end up like a gobble of fucking gushers in your mouth. Okay. And there's not really much sour going on, so. No. Well, the pineapple I was eating what was your score? more sour. Six one. Six one. I give it a solid seven point seven. Wow. Really high score Enrique for sour gushers. Um, okay, we're into the first segment of the podcast, and guys, we started off with the word beauty as a center point in this podcast. So I want to get into, like Dick said, a little bit of philosophy with you guys. So we're going to start with the science of beauty. When we think about what so creates, what creates <laughs> our different preferences in beauty. And first of all, why do we even crave beauty? So I'll start you guys off with just, just a, uh, a fact that beauty as a whole, what does it give you? It gives you the same high as, as a drug. It gives you that endorphins. It gives you that dopamine. And that's the reason we crave beauty. And but the reason the real question here. Where's that from? Where did you just get that? It's uh, scientifically proven. Really? No, I got. A, I was I was no. watching some podcast. I was watching some um, some documentaries recently. Netflix explained. Yeah. Really good. All oh, the twenty episodes. So yeah, episodes. this was about this was about this topic, the science of beauty. So, so we know why we like beauty, but what makes up the preferences that the different types of preferences yeah. we have regarding beauty? What makes up our preferences, and how does it genetically engineered within our bodies? So. Um, the first question is... I mean, I thought that was the question. Is it, right. So the first question is, is based on our preferences, is beauty, in your opinion, is beauty objective? Is it a, uh, you know, symmetry? Is it something oh. that's a rule of thumb? Mm. Or is it really subjective? What do you guys think? Mm. Open the floor to the ladies. All right, I'll give you an answer. <laughs> yeah. I have thoughts. Okay, I have, Ginger, okay, I have thoughts. I don't know, like... Is it subjective? Is it a formula? There is like a formula for it. It's like the golden ratio. Right. So and I was going like, to say, you have like let me jump in. Let me jump in. Golden oh, ratio. In. Yeah, yeah. Golden ratio is an Italian mathematician who created it. And you, when you think of golden ratio, you think of Leonardo da Vinci mm. with the um, the drawing of the human being. Perfect man. And it's it's Perfect. it's meant to be a universal code of beauty. So you were saying. So that's so that's the objective. Yeah, so. I think that that's it. And I mean, who? Like the number one and number two that match that golden ratio right now in the world are like Bella Hadid and Beyonce, and like they what? are. How yes, do you know that fact? I just spent so much wait, time let on. Let me it. ask you a question: If <laughs> them two um, have that golden ratio, are there ugly people that have the golden ratio as well, or is it impossible for an ugly person no, to have it? I don't even. Good question. I think ugly is definitely subjective. I mean, there's think a, ugly is subjective, but beauty is objective. Oh God. Okay, I'm trying to explain oh. this. Um, I think that you can be beautiful even if like society or like common like culture wherever you are thinks that you aren't the most attractive. Like runway models, for mm -hmm. example, aren't always the perfect ones. Right. I think beauty <laughs> beauty is a little different than um, like attractiveness. Right. Beauty, I think, fashion comes into play, um, makeup comes into play, and the way you carry yourself. Some is like a beautiful walk could be a thing, you know. It's not there's not like a 
You think of like the domino, you think the domino uh, patterns that people press and they all go down? Yeah, yeah. It's well, it's, what's beautiful about it, it's just like the art of falling. Or, you right. know, when you, you put those perfect, the, the gifts of the perfect like uh, cut of cake. Right, and like, exactly. It's just like that looks beautiful. It looks um, appealing to us. But then I'll like. satisfying. Oddly satisfying. All right, the, the like mm-hmm. Reddit thing or whatever it is. Um, so I think there's definitely uh, a difference there. Mm-hmm. But. I don't think beauty is objective. I think it's definitely subjective, subjective and different cultures okay. have different feelings. Okay, on what we're gonna get to cultures, but before we do, based on this this question of objective versus subjective, I want to do a little little exercise. You want to try a little experiment? Okay. okay, I'm making this up as I go, so hopefully it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I want you guys to close your eyes, okay? Dick, I want you to close your eyes. Okay, I'm okay. And now I want you to imagine you're walking into the Met, huge museum, and you walk through the halls. And you come across what? A canvas. It's 10 feet high, it's 20 feet across. And this canvas, this painting is so beautiful. It's so beautiful, you can't take your eyes off it. And you see the emotions and you see everything vividly. I want you to picture what you're seeing. Close your eyes, Lauren. So picture what you're seeing. You're looking at this giant canvas, this beautiful work of art. I want you to get it all in vivid detail. And then I'm gonna go around and stick with your image but explain what you saw. I'm gonna start with Ginger, what do you got? Okay, immediately, it was like a painting that's actually in the mat. Um, it's the swing, it's like a Rococo. It is, it's like thing, and it's this guy like swinging this like really beautiful girl, and like, she just has this like really amazing dress on, and is like is looking she? back seductively. They're in like the forest, and she's forest. swinging. Cool. Okay, Shanta, what do you got? Okay, well, I actually did also go to a museum recently, so it's actually like the lilies by, by Monet. So you're outdoors on the lilies on the pond. I mean, it's like the you know like the impressionist artist Monet, you know whatever, and like it's like the water lilies that he's like really famous well, for. That's cool, Lauren, what do you got? Oh. I also went to museums. <laughs> cool. Sick, what do you got? Wow, wow, wow. Humble that. brags over here. Lauren, what do you got? Oh, I can't. No, I don't know why I did it. What do you picture? Oh, yeah. But, um, I don't know. This could be superficial. Never. Because we're thinking about beauty in person. But I saw a woman. Um, perfectly symmetrical face. What was the scene? That could be weird sometimes, though. Like, perfectly symmetrical. Yeah. Oh, let her go, let her go. What was yeah. the scene? Symmetry that, that made oh. this beautiful. What do you mean, this, like in the picture? What was your, what was it your was literally image. just her face. Okay. And she also had a crown. <laughs> she had a crown. Dick, what do you got? Yeah. Finish this off. Um, mine was twofold. There was, it was an athlete, like a, kind of like a, like a triathlete or something like that. Somebody that's like good at all things. Okay. Uh, in nature. So he was like cool. hiking. Okay, so based on, because I'm going to based on three or four, nature. three or four of your answers, I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to discount Lawrence. Why? Um, this has to do, you see the similarities between your answers. Every one of yours had to do with a scene outdoors in nature. Why? It goes back to something scientists call the African uh, savanna hypothesis. Oh. What this means is that we like teach, landscapes. Teach me, teach me bones. I'll teach you. We, we like landscapes that resemble where early humans developed, right? So we like blue skies, we like protective rock, we like something edible growing. Why? Why also is because it has to do with survival, right? So prehistoric times, we're looking for you know, nutrients, flowers mean that there's possibly fruit there, right? Mm-hmm. Water means there's maybe nourishment. So there's a psychological and genetic built into each of us right, right, right. that considers something beautiful based on these underlying themes. That's insane. Right, so yeah. nothing's really beautiful for the fact of it being beautiful. Right. That's beautiful because it has utility. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you, Enrique. <laughs> right. Right, is that, is that kind of where it's it falling in line? So, yeah, that's cool. That's an interesting... Um, um, 
it kind of goes back to that like that primal idea of what beauty is mm-hmm. and it's like you know the 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 big strong dude that can kill the uh, yeah. uh invaders or attackers or it's like the really big wasted and and uh bosomed woman because they can provide children right so it's like kind of kind of just that primal aspect of what we find um uh good for survival right. transitions to beauty i agree with that what do you guys think that's true they always say like when girls and boys have crushes you like like somebody that's gonna be like a good father or parent like that's basically like what you're attracted to or something which you know we're all looking for that all right let's talk about physical beauty so what do you guys lauren what do you consider to be a, how can you describe what an attractive person looks like Oof. to me yeah which is different than other people yeah correct unless you think it's objective um ginger will tell us her piece again no i think obviously attraction is something i think someone could be beautiful and everyone agrees, but to someone to be attracted to that person. No, so what does it, what does it mean for you? Like, what do you find? Like, my ideal guy in attraction? I guess. You're, it doesn't have to be your ideal guy. Okay. You care about I know. Okay. Okay. Just okay. Looks. Confidence. Just looks. Just looks. Looks, oh. looks, looks. <laughs> Pure looks. Not it's not oh. You see them from okay. 20 feet away. What do you oh, think? no, because I thought just attracting to them in general. Um, like long stalker. arms, skinny wrists. Like, what do you like? Um... A frame like this specific think, think frame. Of the mo- think of the model you think is so like the most attractive. I know yours. Guy. I can say and that. Then just I don't want it. It's gonna be funny. No. Okay. Do it. Come on. A model. I can't. Okay. All right. We're gonna get to that. In the meantime, I want to talk about. I want to talk about okay. the the, the societal definition the of the word beauty. No. I want to talk about the societal definition of the word beauty and what you guys think about plastic surgery, nose jobs, boob jobs, Ooh. people Ooh. trying to change themselves into what they think is a standard of beauty. What do you guys think? I think nah. if you want to do it, you can do it. Shanta no. doesn't think so. Actually, we don't, we don't need the, uh, the PC answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think if you want to do it, you can do it. I mean, I think yeah. that if we all had enough money, then everybody could do it. But then, but I also feel like, what's the point of that? Like, you're already born with something. Like, unless you're, something you have is, like, like prohibiting you from, like, right. physically doing something. Like, there's right, no I need agree. to change it. Embrace your imperfections. I mean, yeah, or else you're just going to look like everybody else. Like, you look, like... That's why everybody in Hollywood looks the same in LA. Like everybody looks like Kylie Jenner because they all go to the same doctor. Oh. Like they all go to the same doctor, so they all look the same. And it always ends up screwing them in the long run. Because I, mean, I don't even know because we're not even old enough to really see the era of like girls that like had plastic surgery grow up. Like you might be like looking weird as hell when you're old. Like we don't yeah. fucking know yet. So we'll see. Um, I wanted to lead this into something I saw on um, described. Or explained, sorry, explained, which is the um, documentary. From Described, it's, it's, uh, it's a synonym. It's a, it's a, a, it's a synonym. <laughs> so they were talking about gene editing. I don't know if you heard about this. Mm, you could basically buy a $159 kit on Amazon. It's called right. CRISPR. Okay. To change genes, to change genetics in a person's body. I didn't so, it was so obviously, at the surface, Wait, what does that? What does that even do? You can build. Give me a use case. DNA into a person. I'll tell you right now. So there was. So so. Wow. So that was considered to be a huge medical breakthrough, a huge bucks. scientific breakthrough. But now we're thinking about what the effects are of that and whether it toes the line of immoral, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about- We're playing God. Right, so if you think about changing genetics to maybe fortify a gene that doesn't have its, the natural pr- protection to like cancer, for example, that's treating an illness, right? So you change the genes for this person to become well, right? But think about a gene change that doesn't have to do with survival. You're not, yeah. you're not, you're not making anybody better. So you're, you're making yourself, uh, you know, have more stamina, for example, or you don't have, you don't have body odor. You're changing the genes to just increase your, yeah. your, your appearance or your attractiveness, yeah. I guess. So what do you think about that, Dick? 
I didn't, I didn't even know. You, you said you could buy this for 150 bucks on Amazon. Okay, it's a very, very rudimentary that's, that's, kit. That's, yeah, definitely shady. But, but yeah, people can do this. Do. People can do this where they're they're injecting the sperm with change DNA. So I think I think, think? I'm, I'm totally cool with it. Like I was always on the on board with steroids are okay in sports. Um, what supplementation is fine. Like like as long as you can perfect what you want to do, especially if it's unsanctioned. Like sports is one thing because there's rules, but you want to perfect yourself. Why is it any different than plastic surgery? In my mind, my, my basically. Shanta, what do you got? No, I think the only time that shit's okay is like if you have like you can like if technology was also able to predict accurately like there is going to be like a genetic like malfunction or what's the correct term like a genetic like defect mutation defect. yeah so basically mutation. like you know if your kid has like a special needs situation they like, can do that for some but that's the that's the, that's the no but that's what i'm saying that's the only case scenario where it's okay because then you're like enhancing a life so if i said you could change your otherwise gene. you think it's immoral you think it's yeah immoral? i think it's immoral like you're playing god like you're not god you could change a gene to never have to sweat yeah, but there's a reason why you sweat. Or you could change, you could change the genetics. Function. You could change the genetics of your child. In your body, so where but, is that gonna but go? But we don't need to necessarily. Let's say you're because we're, you always live inside. You don't have to ever, you know, always fan or something. But like are you that. saying that you're gonna by changing the fact that you don't sweat, you're also changing the function of a human body? Like, are you gonna be able to do that? Because if your if your body still requires the same needs, then question. doing shit like that will not question. work I out for you. I have no idea how genetics work, so. I'm all right, sure. so, so that exists, but it's all driving the ho- the point home of attractiveness, beauty. Wait, so where could I go and, and never bald? <laughs> Amazon. Amazon, you can go on CRISPR. Everybody would do th- be doing that. Okay, I'm telling you, it's the, the, the world is changing. In the next 10 years, you're going to see this commonplace. You're going to see people ju- changing genetics. Suck. Okay, so I want to lead that into our final topic for our break. We want to bring in the fashion industry, right? So you guys are in the fashion slash modeling world, right? So I want They're I want to know yes, yes, they all yes, nodded yes, 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 yes. They can't see you. So right. all right. Yes. So okay, so I want to talk about the fashion industry's perception or definition of what beauty is mm-hmm. and how has that changed over time? I know like the definition has really changed in the recent years, so talk to me about that. I mean, you guys work with I think that also I think beauty in fashion runs in like trends. Like right. for like sometimes eyebrows are in, sometimes no eyebrows are in, mm-hmm. sometimes so you're asking what's bald in right now? Bald head is Bones. in. No, I'm, asking, I'm, asking, I'm asking clearly over time, the yeah. Victoria's Secret model show was 95% white skinny girls. So, And I've seen a change over that because people consider other things beautiful now. Well, I think what Lauren's getting at is that whatever their trend is, is what's considered beautiful at the moment. Like it's going to fluctuate and it's what not. What comes first, the, the beauty or the trend? The trend. The trend. Well, the sure. be- I mean, the beauty always no, existed. I don't yeah. ever yeah. The, yeah, I think the beauty. I mean, like you were mentioning earlier, with like curvy hips, like curvy breasts, like hourglass figure has always been like the shape of beautiful, and like all the Victoria's Secret models were that way. But like in the '90s when it started, it was like much more curvier, like. Tyra Banks, like Christy Evangelista, they were all like so much different than like the girls at the end when they were hiring like runway models that weren't contract Victoria's Secret Angels, just like throw them in there like, oh, they're beautiful, they're skinny, like they'll fit in this like filler lingerie look before the angels. It's It definitely went into runway models and skinniness. But also Victoria's Secret Angel models are so different than models that go down actual fashion runways like someone that's beautiful on the Victoria's Secret fashion show a a fashion designer might hate that and would never be in their show let's talk about let's go back the historical 
definition of, of beauty. Do you think that's changed over time? Do you think, you know, I, yeah. I always I always imagine like the Romans and they, like you said, they if, they... if we were put back in time, we think the same people are attractive. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's genetically... No, anything. like that. I think it's a, it's a product of the society you're in. No, so I'm saying like the the most beautiful girl in that world, we would be like... She's ugly. She's obese. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever it is. Like, right. You know, like, right. So, talk to me about how have you guys seen the, the definition of beauty change over time? It's more start? inclusive. That's like the that's the 2019 word is inclusivity. You know, like we're all about like accepting and the way it, it, I mean it should have always been. The problem that is that inclusivity is a trend, and quite frankly, it's not going to last forever. And quite frankly, in probably 10 years, it's not going to be inclusive anymore. Like white skinny girls will still be walking down the runway and like all the black girls and the Asian girls and the curvy girls and the girls with weird skin and natural hair like they're not gonna be in like in 15 years or something like that so like it's a trend that's like kind of Lauren's point too okay with that we're gonna move into a little music break and we'll be back with our next topic find this song and many others from the Baked Takes episodes. Where? Where Bones? On Spotify, Baked Takes and Think and Bones playlist, where you'll find all the smoothest tracks from Baked Takes and Think and Bones. We're back. I mean, bangers <laughs> every time. We don't, we're not, we're Episode not. number 23, we're back with the Tippy Girls. we got Lauren, Shanta, and Ginger in the booth. And I want to start informing the audience about each of your backgrounds. And if you want to jump in, I just want to understand how you guys got into fashion. You, you guys, both of you guys are from outside of New York. So talk to me about how, what led you to this, to this spot? Ginger. Um, okay, I'll start. Um, I'm from a very small town in North Carolina called Denver, North Carolina. Um, how did I get started in fashion? I mean, I went to school in North Carolina. I think I had a phase. I went to school in North Carolina. I went to UNC Chapel Hill, but I went and I had this like view. Yes, always had this view of like, fashion and I really loved fashion. I saw like a Dooney and Burke purse in sixth grade and I was like, I want to be in fashion. And I watched Classic. like Chanel and Dior runway shows when I was like in seventh grade and I was like, I want to be in this. And That's great. I didn't intern or anything in college, but I was an unpaid intern when I graduated. Um, you can see always fun, but it jumpstarted my career. Um, I've always been in fashion PR agency. I've done some fun things, runway shows, not just at Tibby, other places, etc. Cool. Shanta, what, what do you got? mean runway shows? Like, like, you we'll operate? discuss later. Oh, wow. TBD. <laughs> okay, what do you got, Shanta? What do you got? Shanta's turn. Wow. Shanta's turn. Shanta's turn. My career is very different than Ginger's and far less romantic of the idea of fashion. I uh, studied finance in college and, you know, did like seven internships, which is like insane. And honestly, God, what a tryhard I was. And like, honestly, you and Bones in the same camp. It was a lot. But like, um, so I, yeah, did like a bunch of banking internships, things like that. And then like, you know, one day I was like, I want to do a fun internship. So I worked at Pottery Barn Teen and I did like planning for them. What is that? Planning is like inventory no, planning. No, what is that company? Pottery Barn Teen is like 
Pottery Barn. Like it's the like a, the furniture company. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like Pottery Barn teams? Yeah, they had like a team. Oh, like, yeah, I was, I was <laughs> hearing that correctly. Okay, yeah. Team, double E. Um, and then after that, I like kind of fell into merchandising because I realized I was like able to do more than just like math. And like I could do strategy and I understood product, understood trends, understand customers really well. And then I moved into merchandising at Williams-Sonoma. Shout out to all the moms listening. I know you are a fan now. We have, we have, that's actually our, our number one demographic. <laughs> oh, moms. So, My mom so you, was so end up, you end up in New York at Tibi. Yeah, I mean, what yeah, you fast to? forward. What you to? Yeah. Um, well, I wanted to work in fashion just because I've always had an interest in clothes and the way cool. you can use it to define yourself and things like that. And so, you know, I kind of felt, you know, asked back into e commerce and then figured that, like, in the fashion world, nobody really wants to do, like, the not glamorous work, and I just right. decided I'd do it. Lauren, what do you got? So I always knew I wanted to do PR, studied PR, did all my internships in PR, but most were entertainment. But how did you always know you wanted to do PR? Like, how do you get to that? Um, I knew I wanted to do... Did you see, like, something that... Yeah, yes. My, actually, my mom's best friend from college was the Black Eyed Peas publicist. Oh, wow. You told me that. Yeah. That's and awesome. once I saw that job, like, she posted on her Facebook, and my mom showed me. I was in, like, sixth grade, and I was like... I want to do celebrity PR. And I studied PR, had three internships in celebrity PR, got a full-time job after college, did that for two years, but then realized that I wanted to go into fashion just because I was, like, working with celebrities, seeing, like, all their red carpet stuff, like, the brands. and like. Is it part of all your guys' decision that you just were passionate before this job about fashion? And so when you're talking, when you're doing your daily functions with PR, with account, with e-commerce, the fact that it's about Fashion, the fact that you're part of a fashion brand, does that add to the experience? Yes, that's yeah. why I, I mean, went you into got it. it. You got it because if you don't like fashion and you're doing it, it's literally yeah. not worth it. Yeah, and my there's a lot like, of pain. Right, right. Like, like, like Dick, if you were doing SEO, right? Do you care about the company you're doing SEO for? Or not still SEO? do SEO. <laughs> we spoke about this. If, if think, theoretically, <laughs> hypothetically, I think that's a very yeah, exactly. Like if you were doing sales for for the NBA or something like that'd be that. cool. Hope, you don't it, think you don't think the, that world. you don't think it would wear off eventually. Like you're still doing the no, same. If you, if, I think if you really no, you, you are. But the people you're interacting with are more in line with that profession and your right. your likes and hobbies. So you're gonna enjoy the people around you more, right. and you might have connections to people you never thought you would get connections to. If you worked in the NBA, you'd then see Kobe or right, some right, shit sidelines. Yeah. So I worked at Disney for for an internship, and I it, right. it was cool yeah. for like a week and a half. You know, I saw Michael Strahan. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And then it just was a regular job. Really? So I'm like, yeah, the fact that you I'm working at Disney. The, you think it became the norm? It was just to like see this new shit. Yeah, it, it, no. Obviously, everything that was cool the first week wasn't cool anymore. Like the fact that there were people lining up around the building, my building, and I oh, just walked it, past it them. It became normal. Yeah. yeah, it became normal. Right, exactly. So I want to get into the fashion industry, guys, and and I want to talk about just how it works in general. I want to know who holds the power. Yeah, who holds the power in the fashion industry? What? Who Ooh. does everybody care about? Um, that's a hard one. I care about. I still think it's editors. Like, I think fashion mag- magazine yeah, editors yeah. are, like, I mean, it's the press. It's from a PR perspective. It's like, who's going to include you in their magazine or their digital right. magazine? And like, editors like are still had to. Uh, right. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's food a critic. Right. They're critics. They don't always have to be like, this runway show is an eight out of ten. But like, just having them include you when they're like a top Let editor, you, big deal. Whoever right. the editor is has subjective views of what what is cool, what's beautiful, and what's not. Right. Yeah. So and right. they move and they move. Way. 
hundreds of millions of dollars in effect with that decision. I think it's subjective to them, however, because it's their career, I don't think they use their personal opinion. I think, like, an editor knows what everyone will like, not just what they would like. So that's the key. If the editor, or this critic, right, doesn't fall in line with what people have perceived to be uh, attractive or or in style, Mm -hmm. then they could just lose it the opposite way. Like, instead of creating that whole trend, they could have just lost their job because nobody respects them as an editor. So I feel like it's it's both. It has to be something edgy, but it also has to be something most people will like. Well, that's the art art versus commerce. That's like the that's all fashion is. It's a business at the end of the day. Like it's one of the biggest. Sure. So talk to me about the business side. So I want to know: Do models in general where what where do they rank on the totem pole of importance? Like how much power do they actually have versus being controlled by whoever agents and publishers, etc. And like. I don't think they, models have huge. They don't. It's not really because I mean, they're just it's, their it's, job. Let me just so let me just say because the perception, so like, the perception outside the industry, out that the perception outside the interest industry is that is that the models are the queens and they get whatever they want and they're the center of the universe. No, it's yeah. models like in the early '90s and like even into the 2000s. Like they did not have a voice. They had an agent. They did their walk. Like I feel like now models with the rise of social media. And just like having a model that also has to have a brand, a lot of agencies will look at Instagrams before they put them on their roster. So So like if you have this brand, this girl could be this edgy runway model that loves like anime and cats and like that's her vibe versus like a Gigi Hadid who is a whole different brand of model and like has different opinions and <laughs> can we just take a moment something to else? just acknowledge Lauren just going ham on some tape cookies right now <laughs> and totally right. fucking up the audio <laughs> oh. Oh. Crickle, crickle, crickle. <laughs> no idea the boys are having a that's my out. that was my opinion sorry 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 Shanta what do you got on that um I, I don't know like models yeah they, they have marketing influence you know like and but it's just at the end of the day like they could be replaced. It's, it's just their job. Like like, then, yeah, once you like, yeah, once you're in the industry, you realize like models aren't like that. Do they have a, a hard life. Is I mean, that, I personally, really I actually yes, think yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, well, I think on average, I dated like two models. K a year. They like they, 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 they like stick them in model apartments, and they'll have like seven to like eight models in this like wow. one little apartment, Which and is, like. Wait, why? If I'm a model, why would I want to do that? Because like they go, they go in and they're like, we are gonna dress you up in all of these designer clothes and stick you in go sees. If you have a good season, that's awesome. If you keep going, that's great. But like, you model could have like a good season, one walk, and then be done and like disappear. So, what's the motivation for a model to to rough it such and, and be sub, uh, subjugated to such crappy treatment? What is my motivation to actually try to make it? Well, let it? me ask you a question. What do you think about models? What do you mean? Great question. What do you think? Great about question. Them? What's your opinion? How do you view them? I, I, they're gods. I, no, they're no, gods. the opposite. They're usually stuck up and. Well, I think, and, it's, a, and, I think uh, it's a personal preference because I the do. girls that want to be models <laughs> are definitely out here thinking like you and thinking like, of course. Oh, of course. Gonna, every, I want to be a every goddess. Every person on earth who doesn't experience that thinks go- thinks models are goddesses. I think the look now is so cool. much different. When I see a model, that's what I, that's what I, I think there, there's a cross section between models that are stunningly beautiful in real life and then that you would pass on the street. There's definitely a cross-section in there in the middle, but I think a large portion of models, uh, if you saw them on the street, you wouldn't even blink twice. Roll, or or take a, do a double take. Okay. So that, that's because okay. the, the, the look is changing, and, and the ones we're attracted to are the supermodels. Right. But so many are just normal models. Of, somebody has to model everything and, and, and run walk down the runway. For sure. I also think... Um, or just raise her. All the models that you guys are referring to, I think you're... View and perception of models is so limited. Being right. number one, male, and number two, not in fashion. 
The only models that you see are like potentially Victoria's Secret models, potential Victoria's Secret models that have Instagram accounts, and potentially regular models that are on billboards in Manhattan. Otherwise, you're not seeing any runway show models because econ models. Every brand has a fashion channel. Right, you have the old old grandpa doing your your, uh, econ model. Yeah. There's no way econ modeling is to be honest. Is it um, like, you gotta it. But there's like, way more models and there's way, a lot of different jobs as well. There's like different kinds of models. There's runway model, there's commercial model, there's econ models, there's fit what is, models. What is econ model? Econ models like every single time you go into Nike and you want to pick a shirt and you see that shirt well, on right, the body. So you're, like your uh, I don't know what's a really old Lands End or something like that. Like one of those companies. It's got to be like an old it. guy wearing it. Well, yeah. it depends on your audience. Like you're gonna get a model that mimics right, your customer. Like that's great that there's a grandpa and econ model. Too. I was like, well, as opposed it to is a runway model, grandpa would never be in that situation. But I'm just saying, like, I don't. You know, obviously, I work in a contemporary brand with a contemporary gotcha. audience. Like I'm not out here selling like all right. With that said, shirts. we're talking about the fashion industry. We're gonna we're gonna finish that one off and we're going to go into a topic before we wrap up we'll do like a faster version of this but i want to understand how um you know how trend life cycles work so you know like what's cool is cool now right less for a season it lasts lasts how long does it last and what makes up that life cycle what 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 is the initial kickoff and how did the dominoes fall to make it to make it a trend to make it hot i do a lot of trend forecasting for work but there's a lot of variables you know there's environmental in the sense where it's like your literal environment being like culture, politics, like, you know, demographic, things like that. Like that kind of matters. Like whatever the consensus of like the, the world you're living in, like right now we're very, you know, at least for millennials and Gen Z's, you're like very liberal, you're very outspoken and like trends fall in that nature, especially in fashion. Like people are more outspoken. They're not so concerned about conforming to male or female, you know, like, you know, rules and like things of that nature, like really define trends. And then you, if you're looking at politics or like your, your environment, things of that nature, your culture, really just, if you're, if you're super conscious of that, if you really pay, pay attention to that, that's how trends fall. When did you run your trend forecasting? I mean, I ran it when I noticed changes. I mean, it's just like, no, a, no, no like, I'm thinking it's like, so you're, you're, you're kind of predicting the future in that. In that I mean, I don't forecast, right? I think every, everybody in, in any commerce, not just fashion, but you're always predicting trends. Like you're always trying 100%. to figure out the trend or understand the yeah. customer. That's a great point. And so if you're like really like, if you're really in tune with your customer <coughs> in any business, like you're going to understand trends or spending habits. Like what if we have a recession? Obviously spending habits are going to change. You know, trends are going to change. Like needs are going to change. It's like all very like, at the end of the day, it's like biological. And so I want to talk about one trend. And again, going back to this this uh, documentary called Explained. Yeah, it's, it's really good, really good. So one of them was about athleisure, right? Oh. And the rise of leggings, right? And Lululemon and Spanx, maybe. And all these, all these very. What's that? Said so too long of a report about that. In oh really? Keep okay, going. so tell us. Okay, so I was just interested in this in this documentary because it outlined what led to that point. And you know the mechanism basically of a fashion trend, right? So obviously leggings started out. I mean, people started out in general wearing these giant dresses when they were being at, when they were active, and then eventually step by step by step it led to just comfortable clothing that was more comfortable like, to wear, and that became the norm. That when they weren't on, in the sports, they wore it outdoors. So many of our listeners uh, follow uh, our podcast because of the basketball. So yeah. if you look at the trends in basketball. The early '90s, they had super, well, right. super baggy shorts and jerseys, and now it's oh sorry, 
early 80s, they had super short shorts. Right. And before that, and then they went really baggy in the 90s, 2000s, and now they're really right back to right where back, they started, right? the short shorts. Now they're even shorter than they were in the uh, 70s and 80s. Yeah, it's cool. All right, yeah. so, so in, in, uh, in going back to athleisure for a second. So the reason athleisure became so big was really because it was inspired by athletes, right, and celebrities, right, these guys in TV shows or movies. the fitness movement has helped athleisure. Right. But okay, but to now, really to now, to a point where you have like guys like Mark Zuckerberg in like a t-shirt, right? T-shirt and sweatpants, and he runs the biggest company in the world. Yeah. Um, talk to me about talk to me about that that aspect of it. What, what what kind of domino effects? How far does it go back? Do you see? Maybe go back to what? How far does it go back to what? No, meaning, have you ever seen a trend that you could source, you could trace back further? Yeah. Oh, than okay. What, than what the surface level. Biker shorts, easy for sure. That was like a. I Wait, mean, what? say again. Biker shorts were definitely Yeezy started that. Kim K started that, and like, I mean, it sucks, but like, it really is a high fashion trend now, and it really started with fucking Kanye and his goddamn sweats. Uh. Like seriously, that's one that you can pinpoint so easily. There are other ones that are like really as, like associated to history, like the fashion anthropology of fashion is like, yeah, like if you look back to history, like ruffle sleeves were a big thing, and like. <laughs> Got a couple hecklers outside. <laughs> they don't like what you're saying. Things like oh, that. Oh, yeah, finished, yeah. Like corsets. No, corsets. Yeah, yeah. It's like sometimes like the 60s are in, sometimes the 1860s are in. Like right. It's so cool. It's so, it's so dynamic. That's the point. So I want to know, I want, I want to finish off with your, Lauren, your opinion of if these things are so ever-changing, if they're so fluid, if they change on a dime, how does a, how does a fashion company or an apparel company who sometimes has to plan inventory, what, 12 months, 16 months in advance... How do you keep up? That's what I do too. Yeah, that would come from like a design perspective and they design the lines, yeah, way before it's even released mm. to the market. Like we are we releasing our pre-fall collection. We are releasing images of our pre-fall collection, which means it was designed, they decided what they're selling and now they're selling it to wholesale and like to Shanta on Ecom buying it. And it's not coming out until what? May yeah. of 2020. May, June so how do they, what, are, what are they using to predict that? I think it's just like a designer's, like, yeah. a designer's like gut and personal wow. choice. Wow, it's, it's and so much, there's so much in the balance. There's so much there. in the balance, though. You're like talking about is, millions of dollars in inventory if yeah. based on a hunch. Right, right, right. If you're a designer, well, like, designers become to be known by, like, certain things that they aim at. They have their customer base. They know what they can design to keep going that will, like, make them money. And I think that Sometimes they stumble across, like, they're, like, one hero signature item, which is, like, for right now, I feel like Bottega Veneta is, like, their shoes and all, like, their little purses. Leather. I think that once they once designers figure out something that they, they know they can at. good at, they're going to change it a little, but, like... Like, Tibby's, for yeah. example, is, like, suiting. Right. Like, we are, like, a suiting company, and, like, we can kill a good suit. But it's, like, how do we create variations of that that kind of follow a trend? I wanted to ask you guys, I forgot to ask you, could you describe Tibby, the Tibby style, in, like, a sentence? Give me the, give me the Tibby Tibby's. style. <laughs> Me and Ginger conduct a lot of intern interviews. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we mastered that. Yeah, we have. Here's some good ones. Um, it's, and silence. <laughs> one sentence. We can describe one it in three words. Yeah. Yes. Okay. What do you guys three have? Three words. Three words. I forgot. Modern. Like clean, modern, clever. Clever, clever. Refined, feminine. That's five words. All right, with that, we're going to go into a little music break, and we'll be back with some tips from the girls on how to step up your fashion game. We'll be back.
we're back. Big takes from Dick and Bones, episode 23. Here with your favorite Tibby ladies. With your favorite Tibby ladies. Yeah. Um, we're back. And today we're talking about fashion, but we're also talking about beauty and attractiveness. And what guys always want to know is what girls find attractive, right? I love so, how you're eating a full-on essay bowl in the background. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dick, I just Dick, say that again also. Dick has a, a streak of about it's 17 episodes pudding. of eating straight, straight through. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not a big taste of Dick and Bones episode if I'm empty, Drinking my water. hands are empty. It's not, not the same feel, you know? Okay, so we're going back to fashion. I don't have watermelon this time, though. We're going back to also the power. I want to talk about why fashion is even important, right? So I know the obvious answer, but like, give us the breakdown. You see a person... What, what does fashion have to do with what you think of their attractiveness in general? You mean just, you mean from like clothing. a female to a male? Or Correct. do you mean just yep. like attractive, like I think I like the clothing? No, the opposite, right. Sexually. sexually attractive for a guy. Um, I think that clothing really is like different in different places. And growing up in North Carolina, like being around like men that wore cowboy boots and jeans and cargo shorts, like... It just projected this whole like personality and person that I didn't like, oh, and I'm just like, like I didn't like. So I was like, no, like it felt like home. No, it doesn't. It reminds me of home, but I'm not the biggest fan. So I think right. it's like different fashions everywhere, and I think what you're preferring, like lifestyle wise, makes you attractive to different people. Jonathan, what do you think? I I hear you. Like, um, well, I kind of like grew up in like the Bay Area, but then also San Francisco, and in San Francisco, I learned I feel like how to dress and like what I liked. So the guys from Fremont, step up your shit. I don't want to see those vans. Like, come on. Like, that's not enough. But, like, out here in New York, I definitely resonate with guys that kind of, like, kind of dress like Bay Area guys. Like, fresh sneakers. Like, good layering. Good outerwear. So the question is, what percentage of the overall attractiveness is fashion? It's... Oh, ooh. I was Honestly, you can, be, you can be like a not ten. cute dude. Initial, for fi- no. 10 to 15. Initial attraction. From what? Yes. Initial attraction. I think initial attraction. Initial attraction. Yeah, we're talking. I think initial attraction. You see the person. First reaction. Uh, initial no, reaction. Guy, I think guy, what different. they were, were probably, if we're out, especially when there's so many guys <laughs> and a lot of them look the same. <laughs> yeah. 80%. Yeah, you got to. 80%. Wow, 80%. Yeah, same. Yeah, 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 I'm just saying, because you need to like. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your perspective. Like, also, the I have to if I know them more. Need to be so become cute, nicer. But if it's outfit yep. sick, I'm giving it. Okay, like, so we're gonna talk about love. it. I want to talk about. I want to hear Ginger's. Uh, yeah. Okay, okay, Ginger, what do you got? Referendum. Ginger's down to earth. Me and Lauren are not. Oh, too. I don't know. I think it's <laughs> I know, like, like something. Just uh, I don't know. I just I think sometimes <laughs> guys just aren't around. Like, sadly enough, to be like properly fashion educated. I don't want to like diss them because they have right. shitty clothes unless they're wearing like I short shorts and they remind that. me of like also fraternity guys from the south so I, I know my turn offs but don't yeah. screw don't it up screw I think there is a safe way to dress if you yes. don't know fashion okay. yes. I think that, that defines the fashion of guys in general at least guys like, like me and Dick at least yeah. We just want to, to achieve the, the, the minimum the minimum effort. While maintaining function. <laughs> right? Look, we don't want to look, look bad, look, yeah, look but easy. we really don't care about looking amazing, right? You no. actually like dressing up a little bit, no? I dress up for my industry, I would say. Right. Like, suit and tie, you like wearing a suit no, and tie? No, no, I, I like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I like wearing a suit and tie. But I even, even to work, I wear like a button down when everybody's okay. wearing t-shirts because it's like a super laid back culture. Um, so I always like dressing a little bit a little bit more classy than my surroundings, but not not over the top. A little top. bit classier than your surroundings. Yeah, yeah. Right? Not, so wherever not more it is, casual. You never want to be. I think I think casual. it just looks unprofessional. Right. I you. Make the best dress. You the worst dress. 
So, so I want to talk about the power, <laughs> the power and effect of dress on the perception of people and how you internally feel. So, talk to me. I mean, do you guys feel different when you're wearing different types of clothing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If I like my outfit, definitely my day is better and I'm more confident in how. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of like different types of styles. Like, I'm kind of more of a tomboy in the way I dress. So, like. I honestly feel cooler, like, in sweatshirts and, like, a big t-shirt. And I feel less, like, myself when I'm, like, super feminine or if I'm wearing heels and things like that. So, for me, like, like a big white tee is, like, the best. Like, I feel best in that. Love that. Ginger? Um, my style has really changed from, like, even three years ago. So, I think that... I feel comfortable, like, in what I am right now, but I don't know if I'm going to feel comfortable with that in, like, six months in one year, and I still am, like, definitely developing it in my style, so I'm not really sure, like, what I wear right now. It's like, oh, amazing, but then, like, I could look at that four months later and be like, why did I wear that? <laughs> I'm still definitely... Right, like, are, there, are there certain things that like, you put on and, you're, and you feel a different way? Right. Um... So I'll give you an example. Um, Let me give you an example. Yes. Sure. So for guys, there's a very big thing. There's a very yeah. big, um, there's a very big theory that the way you dress in business makes a huge difference and that if you invest your money not in not in uh not in business related things but in clothing if you take if you take your first paycheck your first paycheck you spend it on suit on a suit on a nice suit you'll do better in business you know so first for guys i feel like styles haven't changed that much over time if you look at the 60s people wearing the same things they are now but one thing that's consistent is fit Mm-hmm. Right. If your clothing yeah. fits properly to whatever that time is, so if it's baggy, it's cool to be baggy at the time. If it's nice form fitting, I think that will that will will stand the test of time. But if it fits properly, it looks ten times better. So you could even get a really cheap pair of jeans if you uh, if they either fits correctly mm-hmm. or you tailor them. Right. You're gonna look like I think it goes way, back also to to the fact of uh, you know to the question of. What, how does different clothing make you feel differently? So I'll give you my example. Whenever I wear a suit and tie, I feel different. I walk into work, I'm on fire, I come, come back from a meeting, suit and tie, and I'm just ready to roll. Like I'm super confident. Um, so that's just the way I think guys feel maybe. I used to take interviews, even if it was a phone interview, I used to put on a suit and tie for a phone interview. Wow. Cause it, yeah, because it made me feel more yeah. confident. I know it's extra, but, but, I, think, I, think, but <laughs> I think it's all mental. <laughs> the biggest thing, yes, it's, it's totally mental. That's why... I think kind of like um, we were saying before, it was if you're if you dress up, but you're not used to dressing up, you might lose the, the, that confidence that would co- normally come with that. So if I um, never wore a uh, a double vested a double breasted suit, right, and now I put it on the first time, even if it looks great for, to other people, I I feel a little awkward right. in it because I never re- well I used that before. So it's like kind of. It could go both ways there. Like your suit could make you feel like a million bucks, but if you're not comfortable in it, it might make you feel like crap. So I think um, I think it was I think it was Ginger who mentioned this, but your style. So I want you to just describe, Lauren, if you could go first, just describe your style in like a one sentence or two sentence description. What do you think? Comfortable. Um, I would say like loose and. <clears throat> Sorry, it's a hard question. Okay. No. Like just, like, just, a, 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 you said tomboy, right? I guess, but I also I just feel like <laughs> I like a juxtaposition between like feminine and masculinity in my right. the way I dress. Right, That's probably how I would put Ginger, it. Ginger, what do you got? Um, like I said, it changes a lot. My yeah, right style now. right now, ugh, I think that I like to put like more color. I've been like more inspired by color more, so just wearing more color. If I'm wearing like. 
Yeah, even winter. If I'm wearing something shorter, I'll like wear some more oversized. I think it is just a little more femme when I'm like feeling like it. What would you guys describe Dick's uh, style as? I'm just curious. <laughs> or both of ours. I guess okay. all three of ours. You've seen, they've seen us a whole, a whole one time. A whole one hour. What, well, what's, what's your, what's what's your opinion? Two outfits. <laughs> yeah, I changed outfits in the middle. What do you guys think? What's your first impression? Dissect our style. Go. I think he's asking you because I know. <laughs> oh, oh, um, simple. Safe. And classic. His. I mean, do you guys agree? I mean, you had a nice white shirt on. The fabric of yeah. your white shirt was a good quality. I just want to put that. I could, I could tell that. I got. Enrique is a big fan of Don Draper. So anything classic. Ginger, what do you got? Um, I mean, like to be honest, I don't know if I've been on like, like a lot of dates or just seen a lot of guys wearing the same like form of clothing. Like I just <laughs> didn't even notice. It's just it's like collared shirts. Also, you live in Kips Bay. You, yeah, sorry, but like. I think I well, I live in Bay. Don't tell the fans where I we think, live. They're gonna attack us. Oh, sorry. I think you guys had like fine style, radius. but it like didn't stand out to me. Right. We're just safe. Yeah. I don't safe. mind that. Honestly, I don't mind that. Okay. I want to get into <laughs> the ladies. Well, shine with his personality. The ladies. I just fashion. want to do the bare minimum. Thank you very much. We are on to <laughs> tips and tricks from the ladies. Oh boy. I want to just hear your fashion pet peeves. Like what grinds your gears that guys wear? Like, oh, you're like, I guess just wish they wouldn't. You know. Lately. Um. Baggy jeans. Bootcut jeans. Ugh. Oh, God. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to him who wore bootcut jeans. <laughs> what, yeah, the story. So like, um, I have a very yeah. good one. I don't know if you guys wear it, but I don't like it. I'm just saying it anyways. White V-necks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a bad one. Oh, I haven't seen that in like six years. Uh, uh, see, that's so much upkeep because first off, the V loses shape in a minute. Honestly, V-necks are general. Crew neck, so crew neck only. Crew neck only. Crew you should what do you guys think of, what do you guys think of bright colors? Boys. If a guy wears like pink. Uh, no, that's so... Uh, Disagree, disagree. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. No, it's Wait, one at a time. We're having a structured debate here. Shanta, with your rebuttal. Shanta, your rebuttal? My rebuttal is I'm okay with it. If you, like, have swag and you're doing it right and you have good taste, you know, like, then it makes sense. But, like, if I see a guy in all pink, like, come on. That's corny. If you are are a fashion guy and you know who you are if you're a fashion guy, then you could wear colors. If you're a regular guy. You're making your identity. You have to make your identity. Don't wear a button up in any color. If you're a regular guy and you don't know fashion, you only could stay safe. Yeah, yeah, Okay, next question. That's not true. Goofy socks. What do you think of that? No, I think that we are not freshmen in college what? living in dorm rooms. So what is this goofy sock? But, goofy socks but I, what is a goofy sock? Because I have like a goofy sock opinion. I wear goofy, go- sock. goofy socks to bed. What is a goofy sock? Like I have some avocado socks. Yeah. I wear oh, those are fine. I thought you were meaning We'll get a little more clarity. Yeah, we'll come back I, to I it. Have like a sock I want to know about guys who wear too casual stuff. They wear sweatpants. Mm. You know, they wear like underdressed that's her style. You think it's all shaking our That's not really style because there's actual like today you can wear joggers and be stylish so like figure out your shit you can be comfortable and look good there's no sweatpants i think we're like gray sweatpants come on so like, like, like i don't know sweatpants. guys in new york yeah. i don't think you can go outside and you can but go outside in new york and not feel a little self-conscious if you're not dressed okay so i don't know if guys could go there's out every day and that kind of of like celebrities totally walk outside and like the, yeah that's weird it's like you, another but that becomes the fashion trends no because the celebrities do it so it's like people start to follow 
I mean, yeah, but they, they have, like, their sweatpants mm-hmm. are not, like, the $30 ones from Walmart. They're freaking, like, Ahmed Dion Lore, and they're, like, $800. You do well, see Kanye Mark. wears looks like it's out of the trash. You see Mark his Zuckerberg. Shirt is he's you see Mark Zuckerberg wearing a he's T-shirt. He's wearing Lulu's. And his T-shirts are probably nice T-shirts. <laughs> oh, man. Also, I wanted to mention a story. You finish first. The actors that you see wearing these weapons, most likely they were photographed somewhere, and they knew they were going to be photographed. No, they're not getting paid for it, but they're... Free clothes, free perks. We don't get photographed on all our free time, so yes, you could go to the grocery store and your sweatpants, no one's going to judge you, but you're saying a guy is going to wear sweatpants, like, out on a date or to the movies. No, not to a date. Which, but I'm saying when you see celebrities, they're mostly just living their life where you could actually wear sweatpants. They just happen to be photographed a lot of the times, right. And their sweatpants happen to cost, like... Not normal pricing, but otherwise Adam Sandler you can't does not wear <laughs> extremely. Uh, Mark Cuban doesn't really care um, what you wear. Yeah, Mark Cuban buys you like he wants to get So I wanted to mention a story. I wanted to mention a story. I was um I was going to a big business meeting, and I was hounding this guy for for like two years. It took me to get through broker, broker, broker. We finally get a meeting with this guy, big big client, prospective client, I should say. And I come to the meeting, and this guy walks in ten minutes late. He's sweating and he's in Ooh. biker shorts. He's in bike, not biker shorts. He was wearing like jogging shorts and he was sweating. Oh, okay. And he's he comes exercised. and he sits down and he goes, "Uh, let's go. What are we talking about?" And I thought, like, wow, this guy is such a boss. It was such a power move to say, mm-hmm. "I don't care about what you think like I should be wearing." Man. But I don't think he yeah, did that. Oh my god! Oh. Since he got to that place, you know what I'm saying? Like, he first had to probably yeah. wear the suits. He got to a place where he can okay. now okay. afford. No to way. pull these risks, right? Exactly, because he's always in the power position. I mean, that's. I mean, I mean, what what do you want from us again for this? Moment? <laughs> Wait, he was your the, just your reaction. Just reaction. Oh, I mean, I, our reaction. I think all of us think it's just like, of course, you think it's a, like it's just like only a man can get away only with a man that. could get away with that. If a girl did that. Can you imagine you know a girl what, coming I in sweating in <laughs> with like my workout outfit? By the way, okay, what do we got? Like the CEO of the company, and she comes in after a run. I'd be like, holy shit, this chick. Is the boss right. the same concept? Right? Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about even more so. Even more so, I'm saying because you, you're that's totally out of what you would think. Right. So the fact that she's so confident and in that position that she's the you know she's made it up there already, so I you know see she's taking. You know what I'm saying? I see your perspective. Okay, I want to I want to go into. We spoke about what grinds your gears. I want to talk about the tips, right? So if a guy who is on the the bare minimum spectrum, right? He just wants to get by. How does he look good? Like what types of fashion trends, what types of things should he buy, stock its closet with? Caveat, without breaking the bank. Like they don't want to spend too much money. So what do you guys think? Dark jeans, blue or black, fitted nicely. Anything that fits. Fits Not tight, but skinny. Fits is key. And black or dark blue or dark gray. I just went shopping with my guy friends. T-shirt, crew neck, nothing major. I don't know. I, was try- I got them into like shorter hems. I'm trying to get them into shorter hems, like different yeah. fits. They're they're having a hard time with it though, because they want their pants to, like not be so big. They're like, what the hell? Like I want my pants tighter. I was like, what the hell? No. So I heard black jeans, right? Fitted black jeans, basics. Just you just just find you the basics. And you'll basics that fit. I think you if you're if you're not fashion safe is better. I. She I don't does. know if it's I want to like, know. I want to know what could we do to make you guys go wow. Okay, I really like really like, nice sneakers. Without looking like they're trying to stand out. Right. If you have nice, I think that like nice. I don't know. I think sneakers. it was moving in New York. If you have a nice sneaker, I'm like nice. Sneakers. Like it just also like sneakers. There's so many of them. Like 
they really like go to your personality and like you don't have to spend a lot of money and have like a cool secret and be like oh my god this is a cool secret this must be a cool guy like is that bad yeah it's, a, it's a definitely new york like but no like where i'm from the bay is like sneakers are huge like what jordan's you how, how aggressive should we be with color i want to know well it depends like are you a color depends. guy yeah like, obviously your outfit is, no. it seems like no. you're dying to wear color yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Do it. Do it. you can do it i just want to know is it a good idea? I, love, I if a guy can do it, I love it. Like, yeah. yeah. If a guy can do it, if you feel good in it, you can do it. Like, that's the that's the key. If you feel awkward in it, like we can. Smell so it's awkward. more about your confidence than anything you wear. Is that what you're saying? No. Is I mean, it more about I, your not confidence? on the first date. Not on the first date. Not on the first date, and not on the first impression. Yeah, I mean, love it. Color. Are you saying like? <laughs> how far can a guy get with how bad his fashion is? I'll give him one day because he has a great personality. I'll give him one day. Or no, okay. I dated a guy I, I, that had terrible personality. I tried really hard, but it grinded my gears until the end. I wouldn't do it again. But how how, how would a guy with no fashion sense even I, grab I your attention? I literally just dated a guy. Like right, this. that's a great question. So how did he grab your attention? Then? And he honestly, like shit. well, because his personality was great, but honestly, I like. How did you get to that point? To we, even see his personality. Well, uh, we were like friends. So I guess ah, it's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like somebody you you have no, you've yeah. never met them before. If they, I mean, if he, they a, look he has like a good shit, face. He has a good face. So you, you pick face. a you pick a person that has no good fashion body. sense. He's wearing <laughs> socks and sandals, and but he look, has a good face. You you. If he's him. hot, yeah, you're, you're gonna go on that date. If he's hot, enjoy it. Yeah, no, no, but like honestly, like his fashion, like like that's the running joke. Like my guy friends know about this dude, and they're like. Like, are you gonna trip out about a guy that wore bootcut jeans? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so, honestly, yeah, I just go back to the fact that this guy was wearing bootcut jeans and I'll never All right. live it down. Before we move on, final tips. What should guys do tomorrow? They have, they got their, their recent paycheck. What are they spending it on? What do you think? What's a staple? What's like one item that has the best value you could use? Fresh white tees. Go through all your old ones and get no, new ones. No, I don't ones. like white tees. You did. What? Yeah. Disagree, disagree. I love it. Uh, we need a better thing. You guys would disagree on it. It's no. not. Oh, it has to be unanimous. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's your like opinion. Most, most people would think. I'm that picturing a different tee. You're picturing like a loose. Yeah, bag like a big white tee. Right yeah. now, in the wintertime, I think a nice. Like a nice coat that yeah. fits your personality. Yeah. Like, yeah, if yeah, a guy's yeah, got a good yeah. coat, that's also important in my opinion. Also, a coat you're wearing literally every single day. Yeah, right. It's like your official style. You know? Yeah. True. true, uh, true, true okay. True. Now, we're going to go into a little would you rather. Right, oh. so you're gonna think about your ideal person. I know Lauren couldn't really answer that question in the beginning. I just but, didn't know. We know but what it is. we're going into just picture your ideal person. We're gonna start the would you rather's, <laughs> and we're gonna go pretty tame to begin with. But maybe we'll try some more interesting warm ones up, at the end. Warm up. Warm up. Yeah. So we're gonna start with Lauren. Lauren, would you rather beard or clean shaven? Beard. I like. Mm. Like. Wait. Let them all answer each one. Huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, beard for me too. Clean shaven. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming you had a boyfriend that was clean shaven. No, I just no, I don't know. My I have different tastes and different chains. Girls talk. We talk about what okay. we like. Guys, man bun. Her. Would you rather a man bun no, or a shaved head? Man, man bun or shaved head? Uh, what? What? You don't want a man bun? Man bun. Man bun. Shaved head. Shaved head. Shaved head. Shaved head. Get a lineup. Get a lineup. Your reasoning. I think the guys that actually do have wear the man buns are super confident and are already good looking. Yeah. So that's I mean, yeah. Like so that's probably really giving us two choices. Post Malone, baby. Oh God, Post Malone, man bun, man bun. Okay. Hard. I feel like the the bald head is a little just like it's oily. I don't know. It's weird. What? I mean, I don't. Yeah. It's oily. Okay, guys. Would you rather a more cocky guy or more shy guy? Shy. Shy. Shy guy. 
No one wants a cocky guy. No one's a cocky guy. Because they're just full of it. They're not that assholes. Cocky guys get more girls. They're going to get your attention, right? Yeah, they have a high body count. It doesn't count for anything. Okay, guys. Except for bodies. You're right. Based off of that follow-up question, assholes or nice guys? Well, I guess I've only dated assholes, so I don't fucking know. Yeah, I would, I would <laughs> say I've only dated assholes, but I'm really trying for the nice guys. Yeah, we I'm love it. We love a nice guy. Balance. We love it. Like, yes. You know what I think would actually be like the perfect balance of would be a um, uh, cocky guy. That's that's very nice because no. you get that Doesn't initial attraction. No, because there's a difference between confidence and, and confidence. confidence. Yeah. Yes, confidence is all we yes. want. Yes. yes. Okay, so our, our translation door. of that is that you have to be an asshole. What? what? No. no. Well, if you're, if you're gonna have to be, you know, if we all said if you have to pick between cockiness and shyness, shyness. You don't have to you, like. You can be confident without acting confident. Also, it's like what you're doing that makes you attractive and confident. Like like a, like a blacksmith or a welder. Like if I, the way to carry themselves. Like if I, like, I don't know. That's if that's like a thing that I find attractive. But like, <laughs> like I, I mean, a lot of like people Rob find Swanson athletes attractive, like because they may not be the cutest guy or something like that. But like they're really good at their sport or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Okay. <laughs> He's like, a beer great. belly. Moving on. A beer belly on, a, on your on. on your guy okay. or the guy's jacked up steroids. Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh, god. I love the These are my oh, two nightmares. Extreme jacked or like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Or a beer belly. These are my two nightmares. These are terrible. Where's the skinny guy? Can I? Yeah. I want a skinny guy. Pass. Pass. I can't do this. No, it's the beer belly. The beer belly. Why is it beer belly? Okay. Beer belly. What about athletic build versus skinny? Skinny. Oh, I, I, I'm like hard 50-50 on that. So you basically like, like 16-year-old boys? No! no oh, my God. Yeah, no, 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 Just like a little bit of like peach fuzz on their chest. Skipping over me right now. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving on. Social media oversharer or a guy who has a flip phone? <laughs> wait, oh, wait, fuck. can I you just not have social media? Yes, social media overshare or someone so who's, who's basically off the grid. Like, he does not have technology in his life. Oh, I've dated both. I'd rather, I'd rather both. um, I don't mind. Flip phone. Flip, Flip phone. phone, same, same, Overshare. Same. Tell me why. What? Because, like, overshare I'm an overshare too. Ooh, so now you guys are uh, your okay. whole life. No, I think that not overshare. I think that, like, I overshare, but I overshare things that I think are funny and, like, I have a certain, like, okay, what I think is oversharing is, like, you just send shit to each other all the time. I don't know. Mm, no, this is... I no, mean, no, that no, no, no. Talk about you, Not a share. Like, not talking about DMing memes. We're talking about, like, posting on your story 24 yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> okay, we have... Ginger, we have consensus. Ginger, ginger. Ginger, ginger. We're going to give you another chance. We'll give you another chance. You're how tall are you, if you don't mind me asking? 5'7". 5'7". That's pretty tall, right? Okay. Would you rather date a guy who's 5'1"? No, or I a guy who's seven foot one. Seven wow. foot one. Yeah. Wow. Because a duck under doorways. You have to look up to see him. People, I don't know. No. Five feet. You get up to like, one. what, his belly button? Lauren, seven what do you think? One. What's your answer? Five feet? Well, or five seven one feet? is still taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him, please. So you guys will hang out together. Yeah, I, I don't like tall guys. Yeah, so I, I can see you with I mean, I'm also five seven. So, seven one, but. I'm, I'm like, I'm getting better at dating short dudes, so All right. I'm into it Let right us now. in, let us, you know. I'm in. Me and Enrique. <laughs> I'm in. Who's in line? I'm ready. Standing, every time we stand next to Dick in pictures, oh, we yeah. look like 
It's like his his uh, it makes me look kicks. like a giant. It's his not, sidekicks. It works. It works both yeah, ways. I'm open to it right now. It's How tall are you? Six four. She, she wait, nodded. Wait. She nodded. Okay, listen up. We're doing the last five. Listen up. We're doing the last five. Rapid fire. Your gut reaction, and then we're gonna we're gonna go to a break, and then we're gonna do a little big ticks activity, right? So rapid fire. Ginger, would you rather have a guy who has hair down his entire body from neck down, covering everything, sweater, neck down, sweater. or not? I think I know the answer already. Or not one hair on <laughs> his entire body, no eyebrows. Hair covering his no. entire. No. no eyebrows are so important. I need hair. <laughs> hair. 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 Also, like really? eyelashes. Yes. What? But you don't want him to have a beard. No, <laughs> neck down, neck down. Neck down. Not what does that face. mean? His face doesn't have hair. Yeah, He's going into rapid fire. Uh, rapid uh, fire. Uh, no hair. No hair. No hair. Bald completely. From neck down. Yeah. Face. Everything. Yeah. Whatever. You don't gotta hit the razor. It's fine. Wait, so Lauren, what do you got? You no hair. hadn't hit the razor. There's such things as razors. No, 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 so you no, can shave them. I said no hair. But I'm saying the hairy guy. I'll okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I can see that. Lauren, I can see that. Lauren, Lauren takes the hairy guy. guy. Okay. Moving on. Three left. Would you rather have a guy who has really smelly bo? Oh, really smelly bo all the time, or someone who smells like really, really, really bad cologne all the time. Bad cologne. Bad cologne. Bad cologne. Me too, bad cologne. But bad, but bad bo. No, but bad bo. You can give them deodorant. You can give them deodorant and cologne to no, cover you're it. No, you being solution-oriented. Okay, right. 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 That was a great solution. One, you can fix the. I can fix that. Yeah. You can't. I'm gonna fix it. But was I about to shave? I'm gonna fix it. Okay, decorum. Decorum. Continue with shave. Okay, guys, would you rather have a guy who has bigger boobs than you or bigger ass than you? Bigger ass. Wait, why does he have bigger boobs than than? He has man boobs. He has man boobs. Oh my god! My swim team. When I was a kid, all the boys had bigger boobs than me. It was so sad. It was like such a thing. All the kids were like, "What?" That's a so you'd question. rather? Yeah, yeah, I've definitely had that. Okay. Like would you rather, Ginger? Would you rather your significant other be drunk all the time, or be sober all the time, and you oh. can't drink with him either? Uh, you can't drink with them no. when they're sober. Correct. Sober. Mm-hmm. Sober. Yeah, you want to? No, I don't know. Drunk guys are annoying, annoying. after a while. You guys are dangerous. Just annoying. Okay, moving on to the <laughs> final two questions. These are good ones. You know, these are important questions you have to ask. Um, Shanta, would you rather have a guy who has grass for hair or has a dog's tail? <laughs> oh, I got uh, easy one. No. A dog's tail because you can I think that's hide awesome. It. I need a dog's tail. I think you can hide so, it. And I think, yeah, I, I, I love a good dog kiss. I'm not going to lie. I love when my dog I mean, kisses Simple me. question then. Simple answer? That's probably fucking weird as shit, though. I just saw my man walking around with green shit on his head. <laughs> Imagine you're at the beach, and he has a dog tail fucking... <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, last question. Would you rather a man have three nipples or no nipples? Wow. Where's the third nipple? Three, three nipples or no Where's nipples? The third? The location of the third nipple is in the place of your choosing. So think about that and answer. Oh, that's easy. Third yeah, nipple. I didn't have to hide it. I know. I, I would say just do it across the chest, but I would still choose. <laughs> but then you, no, no nipple. I put it across the chest. It's fucking. No, I'm not saying you're ruining the question by making it go anywhere because you could just like hide it and then it doesn't count for anything. Ginger, finish this off. What do you got? Three nipples. I'm trying to make the question. Final, final, final result is three nipples. Three nipples, and with that, yeah, I agree. We're gonna go into. A little music break. Everyone's gonna calm down and then an activity is coming in. Stay tuned. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Big Takes of the Combos, episode number 23. 23 yeah. We're back in the booth we said we're with our Timmy season, ladies. But I think we're going to wait. Till... Season 2, episode 1, is it? No, no, I'm, I'm going, I think we got 25, like the quarter mark. Okay, I agree. Yeah. So we're up to 23, and we finish off every Big Takes episode with a little activity. What so, did we say? They come for the content, but they stay for they the activity. They stay for the activity. Okay, so this is the game. <laughs> the game is called Password. So, Dick, I'm going to ask you to climb over to the couch here. I mean, the uh, studio chair. And the name of the game is Password. Very simple. It's a two-on-two game. So we have Dick and Lauren versus Shanta and Ginger. And the game is very simple. I'm going to ask... So, for example, Ginger and Richie and Dick, sorry. um, You're going to hear a code. You're going to see a code word. And you're going to have to explain it to your partner using one word only. Okay? And they have to take one guess. Okay. Okay? And I if think we, we played this on this. We have played there, this. Yeah. We have played this. And I don't know how it went. It's pretty good. We played this in the summertime of the Bunch of Friends, and it got very got interesting. Got heated. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to start with the teams again are Lauren and Dick, Ginger right. and Shanta. Let's go. Good pair. We're going to go with the first word. So you guys are going to check out this word. So you see this word right here on my fingers? Yeah. You see that? You don't. Okay. Oh. Okay. So we're going to start with. What do you want, ladies first? Ladies first. Okay, ladies first. Ginger, you have one word to try to get your partner to guess can this word. Can you ascend them? Yeah, it can be anything. And uh, yeah, if you're playing at home, just play at home. So. And I, how many guesses do I get? Just, just one, one guess. guess. So they have to say the word. Yeah, yeah they have to say the word. Uh, you only get one word related. that you can say. Okay, what do you got? Pirates. She can move her hand. Booty. Booty, wow, wow, correct. Wow. The hand are <laughs> hand yeah. motion. Questionable. Questionable hand motion. But we got one nothing word. One nothing team titty. Okay. Okay, Lauren, Shanta, you're gonna look at your the word right below booty. See it on the bottom? Okay. Okay, and we're gonna start with Lauren. Yep. Lick. Oh, that could go so many ways. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Guess. Lollipop. Wow, wow, correct. Ding, wow. ding, ding. That's, that's not the first place. place. That's not the first place. We're not going to ask you. I was thinking, I'm going to say candy. We're not going to ask you where your mind went. Okay. Wow. Okay, Dick Dick and Ginger, look at the, the word right below lollipop. Yeah. Okay. okay, Ginger's going to start. Yeah. One word. Oh, God. Um. There. You can't no, you use can't. No. Sorry. No, she, she didn't see. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't try see again, try again. I didn't see it. I literally didn't see it. What? Sorry. Um All right, rapid fire. Hi. The word was high. H oh I can't even. What do you think? Guess a word. Food? What? Mm, wrong. Dick, what do you got? Roll. I knew for, I knew it from gingers, but weed. Right? Mm-hmm. Wrong! Honestly, okay, Ginger, you're back. Ginger, you're back. Uh, you have another um, question. You have another word. And I have to guess after all this. Yep. Hmm. Unknowledgeable. <laughs> what? What does that mean? Men? Well, we're going <laughs> way off track. Remember my Dick, things. Dick, we're going way off um, track. Bring us back. Hmm. It's hard. Oh, this is tough. Um, smoke. Think of my other other one. Joint. Yes. Correct. Hey, that was more than one word. That was more than one word. But since I pointed, we can. That was my next guess. All right, guys. Last one. The last one is worth. We're tied. We're tied. 
The last one is worth one thousand. No, we're up 2-1. What was unknowledgeable? Okay, this one's worth this one's worth oh, two thousand yeah, yeah. points. So whoever wins this wins. Oh, that's a lot. Of points. Okay, we're going. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. My bad. We're going with points. Lauren and Shanta. See the see the word right next to it. Okay. 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 For the win, whoever gets this wins. We're going to start with Lauren. What do you got? Yeah, Ginger Star lost him. Yeezy. God damn, I was going to use that. Uh. For the win. Sneakers. Okay. Uh, Look oh. at me. Kim Kardashian. Ooh, two, two words. words. Oh, okay. shit. What's okay. The, okay, we'll let it go. We'll let oh, it go. Oh, I know. Okay, okay, okay. Athleisure? Kanye. Uh, what's your, what's your uh, hint? <laughs> I mean, she didn't even give one yet. <laughs> he, he, he basically said the answer, but I'll say Your he's... answer? Kanye. Yeah. Kanye. West. West. All right, we'll take it. Oh, yeah. And Wait, with that, really one word. Dick and Bones, Lauren and Dick are the winners. We thank you for joining Baytex's episode... 23, Woo! we want to thank our special guests, Lauren, Shanta, Ginger in the booth, Manrique, of course. We want to invite you to like, to subscribe, to share. Don't forget to get up off your couch right now. Get up off your couch. And dance.